Welcome to the Digital Broker Podcast with me, Ryan Deeds, where we help agents and brokers drive profitability through operational excellence. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Broker, where we discuss insurance agencies, operations, employee engagement, technology that's going to help and, and try to make it better for your customers, your employees, and your carriers. We appreciate you joining us today. Big shout out to Indio for helping us out. If you don't know Indio, you should really check them out. They help agencies define what customer experience should look like. It makes it easier for your customers, for your prospects to get their data to you if you don't know them understand why you're not using them www.useindio.com they will make your experience better they will make it easier for your clients today i'm excited i've got a, a chris green from the flood insurance guru with me he's the, he, he we were talking on linkedin and he had had he was talking about some video stuff that he's doing and i'm such a big proponent of video that i thought you know let, let me get chris on here he's kind of done this from the beginning so chris welcome man thank you so much for being with me thank you for having me so the flood insurance guru man what what, what help me understand what that is what, what your mission is what your passion is you know what, what's that about well I'll tell you it actually started by accident a couple years ago I have a master's degree in emergency management with a focus in hazard and flood mitigation well I went to buy a house in a flood zone about 10 years ago and had the worst experience of my life lenders a week before closing it's like whoa your premium is going to be $3,000. You're not going to be able to buy this house. It's like, no, no, no. I have a background in this. And I did some research and it came back with a premium of $300. He's like, well, how did you do that? I've never seen anybody do that. I said, well, I understand some laws that you don't because this is what my education background's in. But through all that, the realtor had a terrible experience. The mortgage company had a terrible experience. And I realized everybody's having a bad experience. Well, I was still working for captive agents at the time. And I continued working for them for five, four or five more years as I started diving deeper in the flood. And I started my traditional independent agency in 15, I wanted a website that was catchy. So in 17, I came up with floodinsuranceguru.com just to start the conversation. But then once the people started learning what our educational background was in, oh, you really are the flood insurance guru, or they would call us a flood guru, and it just kind of took off. And so we got deeper and deeper. And then this year, we committed fully to flood. You know, we added the DBA, the flood insurance guru, back at the end of 2017. And we're like, look, this is how uh, we're going to do this long term. We're going to focus just on flood and we're going to walk away from the auto and home over the next three years. So this year I said, you know what, we're going to do 365 flood education videos in 365 days. We're going to answer every single question out there because we're tired of people asking the question after they have the issue. We want them to have the solution before the issue. And so um, that's what I did this year. So you had an agency that was kind of a generalized agency. You were doing home and auto and flood was a part of that. Is that right? Mm -hmm. That's right. And then, and then what the, the value proposition that you could offer folks in home and auto was not, it was, it was something that you felt like, Hey, others can do this better than we can, but we can do flood better than anybody else can. And so we're going to focus on core competency, dry, you know, really, really focusing on that as we niche out. I mean, it was that kind of the logic behind that. It was, but we wanted it to be completely education focused. And so we didn't want to just do a quote for someone. So look, uh, we want to walk you down the journey. Uh, first of all, we want to see if you can get your flood zone change. We want to show you how we can mitigate your property, keep your premiums down. Then we want to look at the flood insurance and, you know, what happened is through all these videos and then we got into doing, you know, we need to do some text for Google. So then we got into 150 flood blogs in 150 days 
And then we got into a hundred flood podcast in a hundred days. And through all that, I said, the education just kept staying the focus. So like this year, we've built a CE course for realtors, lenders, and insurance agents across the country on flood education. You know, we have a flood consulting company that we help all these property owners with mitigation now. So if, I mean, if it's flood, we handle it. If it's not flood, we don't handle it. It's that simple. So education was a core focus in the beginning, regardless, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that was something that, and when you talk education, you're talking about educating from different user perspectives, right? Because a consumer yeah. needs a different education than an agent that needs a different education than a realtor, or is it all kind of bundled as one? How, how is that delineated? And No, we actually, like on our YouTube channel, we have it broken down in different playlists. So we have a playlist for insurance agents, realtors, lenders, property owners, business owners. But what happens then is, our, the insurance agents we work with can share that content like crazy because now they feel comfortable that, hey, this isn't really in competition with what I do. This company doesn't offer any other products that I do. If I can put this content in front of my customer base, it's going to bring value to me. It's going to bring value to my clients, which is going to help my agency grow. And what brought you to video and kind of walk me through that? I mean, 300, I mean, I, I do a little bit of video uh, just on LinkedIn when I feel like it, right? I mean, I should be more strategic about it, but some days I don't, I, you know, I, a lot of times I don't feel like doing it at all. How did you come up with the idea of 365? Where did you, as you were strategizing on that, you know, how did you figure out that you're going to get the content? What's the format? You know, how long are the videos? How do you figure out the content? Walk me through that whole process. Well, so when we did it, you know, the whole thing was just, hey, a video a day. You know, let's do it. Let's commit. You know, I did a 30-day challenge last year, and I went back and looked at it and said, how did it impact our business? Well, it had a pretty big impact on our business. I was like, well, what if we do a video a day just for one year? Let's do that for one year, and at the end of that year, let's go back and see how it impacted our business. Now, all of our videos generally are two minutes or less. Two minutes or less. It's to the point. And so, you know, for example, it might be on what's called a policy transfer. And what happens is when someone comes to us, we can share that video with them as a knowledge-based article. And so then they, we redirect them to a YouTube channel or one of our blogs on it. And now we can help that realtor put more powerful tools in their hands or an insurance agent. say, like, hey, I don't know how to do this. Now, we're getting, not getting paid anything off of it when we help them with that. But the value it brings them, they're going to remember that when they need something. So they're constantly coming to us for this flood needs. So the whole thing behind the video, though, is I'm in a course called May You Look Video. Now, I've been doing video before that course, like video quoting for all of our customers for the last, you know, two years. But the thing is, our average customer is about 1,500 miles away. So video helps us build an instant connection with that customer no matter where they're at. You know, they right. see our face. They see us reviewing the quote with them. They see us helping them with the flood map and all this. And I'm like, look, I don't care if you're 2,000 miles away or two miles away. You, you feel like you're next door. And I think and that's, that, that, that's a critical about. component for the agencies that are listening. I mean, so he's, you know, when you look at the flood insurance guru, when they, when they are trying to figure out how to scale effectively, right. To try to have, mm-hmm. you know, Chris fly out to X place or Y place to talk about the same topic 20 times, 30 times. Now he has a two minute video or maybe four two minute videos that he can share over. He gets to have his passion, his expertise, the things that drive him in front of the client, in front of whoever. And they're like, oh, this dude is serious. And like you said, I think that builds that connection with those individuals. I've always thought the video, you know, account managers doing a policy review at the end of the policy, you know, before it goes to the client to say, hey, here's the broad overview. Here's two minutes. You can look at this whenever you want understand there's a lot more legalese to it but here's just an overview i've always thought that that would be a very 
good way to do it for large organizations. They have a hard time scaling that. And so when you do your videos, I mean, are these high production? Are you spending, you're doing storyboards and you're, you're doing scripts. I mean, if you, you know, you wake up on a Tuesday and you need to do a video today, have you already planned that out? Walk me through your planning process, the video creation process, the editing and the distribution of that a little bit. Well, it's actually completely changed from when I started it to where I'm at now. Now, every Sunday night, I try to plan the week out for our videos, for our vlogs, for our uh, podcast. But when we started, no, I'd get up that day and I'd just figure out what we were going to shoot on. And so, you know, I was shooting every day. I wasn't really doing any planning with it. So I became more efficient through it. And so, you know, I've got 40 ideas in my phone right now just from this weekend that I went through. But what happens if someone comes to us with an issue, for example, Southern California had a lot of flooding issues last week. So that actually got bumped to the top of our list where we did a video a couple of days ago about, you know, what happened? Can you buy flood insurance just for wet season in California? You know, when is wet season in California and all of that stuff. And so it just depends what comes to us during the week. Uh, one big thing is we get questions on all the time is, Hey, well, putting in a retaining wall helped my flood insurance. So that was something I shot on this week that I just put out today on barrier systems, how retaining walls and flood walls and levees on your property can impact your flood insurance or how they can't. And so it just depends what comes to us every week. What I do is I take a question. Anytime in my calls is ask a question, I write it down on notes on my phone. And every Sunday I go through those and I decide what we're going to do content on. And, and then, then every single shoot? flood map update across the country, I actually travel the country or try to uh, shooting on those updates. So if people see us in their local community shooting video. They see us addressing their local questions and addressing their local issues. Now, are you doing this on an iPhone? Is this fancy equipment? Are you, I mean, like it, if you shoot something on Monday, how long does it take you to release that video? I mean, are you doing post-production? What uh, is this simple camera gear? I mean, uh, if I'm an agency trying to figure out, I want to put a, uh, uh, I want to start this process. I want to put a video out a week. I want to focus on a niche, like maybe I'm a social service, I've got a bunch of social, social service business. I really want to focus on social service problems and I know the business problems and I'm going to create two minute videos. What, what does that look like? I mean, is that a, is that a four hour, five hour process that I'm looking at that I'm going to have a designated employee help me do? Am I going to buy a bunch of lights and equipment? You know, what, what does that look like from your perspective? If I'm an agency that hasn't done this before and I was going to go one, two, three, what, what would be my, what would be my steps? Well, for me, everyone else wants to shoot in front of a green screen and they want to get fancy with it. I mean, that's fine in some situations, but like I tell them, I said, look, deliverability is where you're getting lost. Content is where, you know, it doesn't matter how bad something looks or how good it looks. It's all about the content at the end of the day. So if you provide that content, not to be, I mean, it could look like garbage because of the value you're bringing. Now, all of my videos take me less than 10 minutes to edit. Because they're what two you, minutes what, or less. And what do you, I mean, are you shooting on an iPhone or are you shooting on a camera? I shoot on an iPhone sometimes, but I have a Canon DSLR that I shoot on. Okay. But I actually just upgraded that to a new uh, mirrorless camera that'll be here this week where I'm shooting all of our videos and our photos for 4K. Because now, instead of taking these stock images and putting them on our website, I'm actually taking all the photos I'm shooting in 4K and using those as our images on our website as well. So it's our original content on the images. It's our original content on the videos. But, you know, two minutes or less, you know, if I shoot on my iPhone, then I'll shoot it over to iMovie and I can have it edited in less than 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. And if then I shoot a video, let's say on a Monday, for example, I shot a video on Monday and it was published and out this morning. And then when you publish, when, when you think about where 
I'm an agency. I've got an, I've got seven episodes that I want to shoot about social services or transportation, right? I know my, I've got my two minutes kind of lined up. I know what I'm going to do. I shoot those videos. Where do I go with that? How do I get that out to my consumer base? How do I make people aware of that? Am I putting that out on Facebook? You know, how, how do you start building an audience that that resonates with effectively? Because what I see agencies do is, They'll go three, two weeks, three weeks, they'll try something. They won't get 10,000 views and they'll stop, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's the, that's the mistake. It's gotta, you gotta go into it with an idea that you're gonna have a consistent, I, I, I'm not really gonna look at my results that I'm having right this second. I'm gonna look at maybe the results that I have over time. How do you gauge success of that as well? I mean, walk, walk me through kind of that. You know, first, where I'll do you tell distribute you this. When it comes to leads and things, the average lead that I get from a video is a video that I shot six months ago. And uh, I work with a lot of agents on this to ask me about this with video. I say, look, I said, it's not a matter of when you put the video out. It's a matter of when the customer has the question and that your video is there to be a solution when they have that question. So all you need to keep focusing on is shooting that content. Because once that content's out there, it's always out there. But you got to keep being consistent with this. And it's a long game. You know, I said, you're not, you may not see anything from these videos for six months to 12 months. But when people start searching something, just like with a blog, you just got to consistently be putting out and answering those questions and it's going to come, but don't, you know, give up after three weeks. That's what I tell people. I was like, look, I said, 90, I said 1% of people do 99% of the work. And that's exactly it right there. After three weeks, they give up. Right. And is, is your primary distribution platform the website? I mean, or when you build a, when you, when you release a video, are you hitting, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. I mean, where, where YouTube, where are you going? You, you put it out on YouTube and then from YouTube, you distribute it against across multiple channels. I put it on YouTube. I put it on Facebook. LinkedIn's the biggest challenge because LinkedIn doesn't let you schedule videos. Mm -hmm. So I do a lot of my stuff late at night, but I don't want to go in out late at night. Right. And right. so if I remember to put it on LinkedIn, that's the one challenge with LinkedIn. Same thing with Twitter. I can schedule it on Twitter. And so that's some of the challenge there. Then I put it, now what I have started doing the last couple of weeks, I wouldn't listen to all those videos on our website, but now we have under our flood vlog is what I call it. And basically what we do is put every video on there and we just put a description of the video. And the only reason we do that is so Google picks up the video. Sure, sure. And so, I mean, I, I think if you're an agency today, if, if you had advice for an agency today that knows they need to get into video, I mean, I think there's a lot of fear, right? I'm going to put out bad information that may not, that, that somebody may act on that may open me up to some kind of exposure because they took my advice. I mean, how do you help an agency get around a you know, get away from that. I think that's an old school fear that we've had that's carry over from blogging, really. I mean, when I saw, mm -hmm. you know, fighting with agencies to try to get them to start blogging, that was something I'd always run into is, oh, we're worried about X or somebody's going to steal our content and we're going to give away the, 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 the castle, so to speak. I mean, how do you help agencies get, get over those fears? Well, yeah, I have people who push back my content all the time. Oh, you're not right this. You're not right on this. But guess what? They're watching, consuming the content. Right. Which is at the end of the day, my goal, but I'm also not putting anything. That's why on my videos, I usually try to use the word generally or if I don't sure. say, you know, because things can change, you know, you could put a video out now and it's completely different in six months. And you want to use some of those terms that don't guarantee 
that that's the case, you know, as we speak now. It's so right. we're, we're talking about 80% of the time, this is going to apply to you. Of course, yeah. you can find the 20% that it doesn't, but don't focus on that. I mean, and I think like you said, I mean, I think agencies that are listening, you know, the questions that I would have is, are you doing video? If you're not, what holds you back from that? Do you not feel like there's value in that? I mean, I, if I'm an agency principal today, I probably consume a lot of my news, a lot of the information that I have out there via video. And so is it a technological limitation for the agents? Is it a, you know, <clears throat> that's what you, whoever, the, the agencies that are listening to this today, that's what you need to ask yourself to, as you're going through this is, why aren't we doing video if we are? How do you track success? When, when you put a video out and you're like, like some of the podcasts that I have and that I've done resonate way heavier than others. How do you judge that? Is that views on LinkedIn, I mean, views on YouTube that you're tracking? And then do you look at where that comes from? Does most of your views come from Facebook? I mean, where are you driving most of that traffic from? See, I don't pay attention really to the views at all. Um, because I'm putting the video out there. What I pay attention to is people actually engaging, asking a question off of the video. Because okay. I can have a thousand views and it doesn't mean squat. Right. But if someone asks me one question off the video, I mean, it's a success to me, but also, it's also about me building a knowledge-based article. So we basically answer every single question out there. Now, your question about people giving comfortable video, um, Nicholas, Nicholas Ayers has a course called Made You Look Video. One of the biggest things about his course so is not, hey, YouTube, you know, let's do an ad on all this. It's the psychology of, hey, I'm going to make you do 10 uncomfortable videos to get you comfortable with doing video, like your dream vacation, your dream job, or, you know, if today was your last day to live. But what it's doing is it's getting you comfortable on video. And by doing that, once you start getting in and he helps you understand the psychology of people with video, you know, like I said, you know, finding a solution to that question. If you could be the solution to the problem, you're going to do very well. And so if you can find a way to do that through video, then, you know, these people, you know, Facebook's great and all, but Facebook and YouTube, to me, there's two big differences. People go to Facebook because they want to be lazy. People go to YouTube because they want the answer to a question. And that's the big difference. And you may pay more for ads on YouTube because of that, but it's okay if you're getting the audience you want. Absolutely. And that's and this quiz course has completely changed our business forever um, because of the way it's taught us how to engage. It's taught us the psychology and how to really think about it, the copywriting, the scripts. I mean, everyone else is, you know, probably sales, self sells. Well, we're educated, but even thumbnails, you figuring out how to use thumbnails the right way. I'm also big into HubSpot. So HubSpot's Content Academy has helped me a lot on that. Yeah, and there's a lot of resources out there. But hey, so we're, we're about out of time. But if you had one thing to, to, to help agencies go from no video to we've produced 15 videos that are, that are resonating with our clients, you have anything to help them start that journey? Yes. Perfection is the death of implementation. Absolutely. So just pick your phone up and start recording. And, and, and don't and, be and afraid. go from there. Yeah. And, and learn like from I that. Like I tell people, right? say, look, uh, they didn't build Rome overnight. They started with one brick. And so you can't get the 15 videos until you get the one video. Right. Just like I tell people, say, look, we didn't get the 365 videos overnight. It's one video a day. You're eating an elephant one bite at a time. It's the same way you build a million dollar agency. It's one dollar at a time. Just focus on that one dollar. You know, focus on that one issue you want to talk about that week. Once you've moved past it, you look down and all of a sudden you realize, hey, I did 20 videos this month without realizing it. Well, if agencies want to pick your brain about either flood or, hey, we're really interested in moving forward with some video stuff, we just want to ask a few questions. How do they get a hold of you? What's the best way? Um, they can find me on LinkedIn at the uh, Flood Insurance Guru. 
They can find me on Facebook through our business page, the, uh, the Flood Insurance Guru. You can find me on Facebook, but my friends are maxed out. So just send me a message, Chris Green. And you can also just go to our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. You know, check out our YouTube channel, the Flood Insurance Guru. All right. Well, it sounds like you got your bases covered, brother. And you're, it looks like you're an easy guy to find. So, hey, I appreciate your time this morning. Listeners, I, I, I'm, I'm such a big proponent of video because I believe that it brings your you so much more ability to scale the most valuable resource that you have, which is the passion of your employees to protect your consumers to those consumers in a way that builds an emotional connection that, that, that we cannot look past it. If you're not starting down this path today, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage. So, you know, we hit Chris up, Chris Green, the flood insurance guru. There's tons of resources out there. I would go check out a few of his videos, see what that looks like, you know, and then figure out for, because the other thing that Chris has done, I think, is he's hyper-focused. Nobody's going to care about some general agent information because there's a plethora of that out there. But if you do have a transportation niche, if you do have niches that are there, I believe that there's ways that you can figure out creative ways to bring creative value to your consumers. So thanks for listening, guys. If you guys, again, big shout out to Indio. Thank you so much for, for just being a partner in our distribution channel. If you guys don't know Indio, check them out. You will be impressed with their stuff www.useindio.com and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. This podcast is brought to you by Indio Technologies. Indio simplifies the insurance application process for brokers and their clients. When using Indio, the process is fast, easy, and E&O free, saving your agency time and money. You can learn more about Indio and register for a one-on-one demo at www.useindio.com slash podcast. That's www.useindio.com slash podcast.